Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. God is so worthy to be praised. He is so worthy to be praised, honored, and adored. And in here, we're going to give him the glory that's due his name. Praise the Lord. My name is Pastor Ricky Bennett, Senior Pastor of the New Covenant International Fellowship Ministries, where we are an extraordinary ministry for an extraordinary people. This is PB's Corner. Praise the Lord. And I thank God for what the Lord is doing in our lives. Praise the Lord. I thank God for the what the Lord is doing for our focus. Praise the Lord. Amen. And I just want to drop this into your spirit. I know that we're in a holiday season. Praise the Lord. And I, and I get being in the holiday season. And I, I understand that totally. But what I don't want you to do is I don't want you in the midst of this holiday season of doing this, that, that, and the other from running from this store to that store, getting this turkey and that ham, whatever you might be doing, please, ma'am, please, sir, do not lose your focus. Focus is every thing. And this is what we're talking about right now. We're talking about, praise the Lord, keeping your focus. Praise the Lord, keeping your focus. In other words, don't get so distracted that you forget to spend time with God. Don't get so caught up in the hustle and bustle till you forget to spend time with God. Don't get caught up into all of what's happening in this particular season. Yeah, we getting together. Yeah, family and everything else. But do not lose focus on spending time with the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Y'all know what time it is. It is time to go get them Bibles and let's go. Praise the Lord. Y'all got them Bibles? Let's get it. Let's get it. Amen. Praise the Lord. Once again, I ask that you please, ma'am, please, sirs, on the various social media platforms, please share this out. Share this word out. Somebody needs this word. It's somebody that's, that's in their life that don't know what's going on. There's so many things that's happening in their life, and they have no explanation of why. You can give them the reason why. You can show them, bless God, they're doing so many things that they're so far out of focus that that's the reason why they don't feel fulfilled. Because that's the reason why, in, even in this season, thank you, Holy Ghost, even in this season, this is the reason why a lot of people get depressed and take their lives. In this particular season, what's going on right now, it's more people, bless God, that, are, that, that, that live with depression in this time than, than normal. Why? Because they feel like that there's no purpose. They feel like that there's no reason where, where everybody else is all happy and everything else. They don't feel, they don't feel that fulfillment. They, they're not getting that fulfillment. And in turn, what they do is they feel like that they don't have no, no reason for life. And what do they do? They take their lives. All from a lack of focus. Because you have to understand the purpose of why you were sent here. If you don't understand the purpose why you're sitting here, of course, you're just going to walk around aimlessly. It's, it's like the old, the, one of the old songs used to say, you just, you like floating like a ship without a sail. You just, whatever. You're not sent here for whatever. Some people don't love them. Certain people don't love themselves because they don't understand why they're here. If you don't, if you don't love you, how can you love somebody else? If you don't look, it's imperative that you love you. If you don't love you, how somebody else going to love you? 
How will somebody else, if you don't respect you, how someone else is going to respect you? But the way that you found out who you are and whose you are, you got to find out from the creator. And in order to find that out from the creator, which is God, you got to focus with God. You got to sit down and you got to spend time with God. Let's get this word out. Various social media platforms, share it out. Even on the podcast platforms, all of them, we on all of them. God has allowed us to be on all of them. Share them out. If you're listening to this on the podcast and you know there's somebody that needs help, share it. Like I said on last week, we overcame him by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimonies that we love not our lives to the death. We overcame him. Who? Satan. Who sends the spirit of distraction. We overcame him by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. Share this out. What are we talking about? Keeping your focus. This is part four of the series. Keeping your focus. Part four. Keeping your focus. Amen. Foundation scriptures. Let's look at the foundation scriptures. Once again, they are Isaiah 26 and three. Isaiah 26 and three. Psalms 1, 1 through 3, Psalms 1, 1 through 3, and Philippians 4, verses 6 through 9. Philippians 4, verses 6 through 9. We always hit the word first and then we get we hit the ground running. So let's get to it. Isaiah 26 and 3. Let's look at what it says. The Bible says, Thou wilt keep him. In perfect peace, a perfect state of peace, perfected peace. That means a complete peace. That means everywhere. That that word that word perfect means every everywhere, wherever you can think of is perfected. Your peace is perfected. Why? How can your peace be perfected? Let's talk to the people who wanted who want to take their lives during this season, who don't have that peace, because that's the reason why they want to take their lives because they don't have peace. Let's talk to those who are, who who want to take their lives. What did he say? He would keep him in what? Perfect peace. What? Whose mind is stayed on thee, God, because he trusteth in thee. He'll keep you in perfect peace. Watch this. Amplified version said, you will guard him. Y'all see it? You will guard him and keep him in perfect peace. Perfect and constant peace. Not peace that's here for a second. Then gone. Not he peace here for a second and gone. Peace is not an emotion. Peace is a state of being. Happiness is a state of happiness is an emotion. Because happiness can change. You can you can, you can you can be happy one minute, sad the next. You can be happy with a Ferrari one minute, sad because the house burnt down. Happy sad, happy sad, happy sad, happy sad. It's like on a roller coaster, goes up and down, round the curves, round the curves, up and down, round the curves, up. Down. That's how emotions are. We're not supposed to live by our emotions. Do we have emotions? Yes. Are our emotions supposed to control us? No. No, they don't. Peace is a state of being. Peace is it don't matter what's going on. It could be total chaos happening everywhere, but I'm in a state of peace. So you said, well, Pastor Bennett, what, how can you explain that better? The disciples is on the boat. The boat is, is rocking. Everything is uh, everything around it, a huge hurricane-like storm is going on. And Jesus sleep on the boat. What? 
Sleep. S-L-E-E-P. The Bible says he was sleep. And they woke him up. Care not that we perish. And he said, oh, ye of little faith. In other words, what he was saying was, if the boat ain't went down already, it ain't going down. Why? Because I'm in it. And so you know what Jesus did? Got up. The Bible said he rebuked the winds and the rain. Peace be still. And everything settled down. Peace. So what did he did? He set the environment of peace. He changed chaos to peace. So thou will keep him. Thou will guard him and keep him in constant peace. Whose mind, both in his inclination and his character, is stayed on you because he commits himself to you. Got to commit yourself. Commit your ways unto the Lord, and thou shalt be established. Commit. You commit yourself to him, and you lean on him. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding in all your way. Acknowledge him and he what shall direct your path. Lean on him and hopes confidently in him. What is he saying? He said the trying of your faith work is patience. Patience experience. Experience hope. Tribulation work patience. Patience experience. Experience hope. And hope maketh not a shame. Because the love of God is shed in our hearts through the Holy Ghost. What is he saying? You got to hope confidently in God. In other words, you got to, uh, that's the reason why the Bible said without faith, my God, it is impossible to please him that he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that what? He's a rewarder to them who diligently seek him. You got to believe that God has your life in total control. You got to believe that. Can't nobody make you believe that you have got to believe that God has your life in total control. You got to believe it. You got to, you got to believe it. No, no one should be able to change your mind and change your focus. No one. Watch this. Let's look at Psalms 1. Psalms 1 verses 1 through 3. Let's look at it. Let's see what the Bible says. The Bible says, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law doth he meditate day and night. Meditate, ain't number focus. And the Bible says, he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither. Watch this. And what? So ever he doeth shall prosper. If you stay focused, you won't fail. Will you, will you have things that come? Yes. But at the end of the day, you won't fail. Why? Because God won't fail. And if your trust is in God, how can then you fail? But if you are not focused and you're not spending time with God to understand what your purpose is, then you're going to walk around and you're going to feel unfulfilled. And that's the reason why people take their lives because they feel like they don't have any reason for being here. They're unfulfilled because they have not taken that. They've, they've sought doctors. There ain't nothing wrong with psychiatrists. Ain't nothing wrong with having, talking to a psychiatrist. Miss me with that. There's nothing wrong with having a psychiatrist to speak with and talk to. You'll never hear me say that. But at the end of the day, and you can't put your trust in what the psychiatrist say. You got to find out from the creator why you were made. 
The psychiatrist is practicing. The only thing that the psychiatrist does is listen to your concerns. And then they give you a prognosis based upon what they listen to. Well, my God, if you can't talk to the person who created you so that you can get a prognosis on your life, then of course you're going to feel like that you don't have any worth. It's not about you. We, we established that last week. It's not about you. It is about God. It is about his will for your life. And you got to find out what that will is. Bless God. Last scripture. Last scripture. You got to find out what that will is. We got to stop playing. We got to find out what the will, what, what it is. What is it? And then once we find out what it is, don't let nobody distract you. Don't you let nobody tell you what you can and cannot do. Once God show you, shows you and reveals unto you what your purpose is in life, you go at it with reckless abandon. And God will prosper you in everything that you set your hand to do. He will not allow the enemy to have control over you. Bless God. That's scripture. And then we moving on. Philippians 4, starting at verse 6. And I'm just going to read this in the Amplified version. We know, it's, we know what it is in the King James, but I want to read the Amplified because I love the way the Amplified breaks this down. Y'all know Pastor Bennett loves the Bible. I love the Amplified Bible. It is wonderful. Listen to what it says. It says, do not fret or have any anxiety about anything. That's another reason why people take their lives. Anxiety. Because anxiety, that's what causes panic attacks and anxiety. Ask me how I know. I had them. That's what causes That's what causes them. Anxiety, being anxious. But the Bible said, do not fret or have any anxiety about anything, but in every circumstance, not some, in every circumstance and in everything by prayer and petition, definite request. That, 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 that debunks the myth that, because a lot of people that a lot of people say, I ain't got to go and talk to God because it's already done. He already knows. That ain't what this Bible says. That ain't what the Bible says. You a child, you get up on, you a child, and, 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 and back in the day when I was, when I was younger, and y'all heard me tell this story. Back in the day, my mom used to walk me around Woolworths and Sky City in Augusta. In Otasco, folk don't know nothing about that. I, this is old school here. People might not know about them stores. Otasco's and, 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 and Sky City and Woolworth. And we'll be walking around in September. And they'll be saying, well, you know what? You know, wow. Yeah, and they'll take you over to the toy section. They, they don't think the parents didn't take us back in the day. Now, I'm talking about back in the day. I ain't talking about now. Nowadays, we got Amazon. But back in the day, you we had to get up and get dressed up on a Saturday and go down there. And they would, they would, they would, they would purposefully send us over to the toy section just to see what we want. Because they know they're going to buy us clothes. So we ain't got no choice over the clothes. They know that. But they're trying to figure out what kind of toys that and see me, my daddy, my daddy raised me at a drag strip. So I was, I was always gravitated to great cars, hot wheels, around, uh, evil Knievel, uh, 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 Cox Pinto funny cars. I was, I, I, I was, I was the, uh, I was the automotive guy. I loved it. I love cars today. That's, that's actually bless God. That's, that's actually praise the Lord. What I work. That's my job cars. So I love cars. And so They'll look just to see what we gravitate toward. You know why? Because what they're trying to find out is what we like. 
And I walk over there and they say, why are you looking at mama? That's what I want for Christmas right there. I want that right there. You want that? Yeah, mama want that too. I want that and I want that too. Wait a minute now. You know mama's a snapping. I don't know. What, what, uh, I don't know if Santa Claus going to bring all that because that's what this world. We, they would talk about Santa We know it ain't no Santa Claus. But that's what they talked about. So if you don't talk to God, like how I talk to my mama, and tell God what I need, you just going to go to God. So what if God acts? I'm going to show y'all just how silly that, that is. That's why I want you. That's why you have to watch out. You got to make sure that you pay attention to what people are saying, especially when they're saying it claimingly a Christian. Because they say it's already done. You ain't got to ask God for nothing. So let me ask you this question. What if God walked up to you just like he walked up to uh, uh, walked up to Solomon and said, hey, Solomon, what you want me to do for you? And you said, well, well, you know, God is already done. What? Solomon said, I need some wisdom on, on, on how to oversee your people. He ain't asked for money. He could have. He ain't asked for money. But because, but, but because God is able to do exceeding abundantly above all we can ask or think, he said, okay, not only I'm going to give you wisdom that's greater than any king before you or after you, but I'm going to bless you like no other king before you or after you. Because you didn't look for the blessing. You asked for wisdom. You asked the good thing. Well, if you ain't never, if you'd have said it's already done, how God going to say? You got a financial need. And you go to God and say, God has already done. What? What's done? Huh? He said, do not afraid to have any anxiety about anything, but in every circumstance and in every prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, continue to make your wants known to God. Your wants. What you want? And God's peace shall be yours, that tranquil state of a soul assured of his salvation through Christ, and so fearing nothing from God and being content with its earthly lot of whatever source that is. In other words, whatever you do, God, I'm good. After I ask you, I ain't got, I, it don't matter how you bring it to me. How, how, how the song say, however you want to bless me, bless me. I'm good. I'm good. However you want to do it. I ain't got to figure it out. I just asked you for it. You're the one that's got the, you got to make the provision for the vision. So it's not up to me to worry about that. See, that's what we get tested at because a lot of us, we done, we've asked God to do specific things, but then we get like Abraham want to bring in Hagar to help God do something when God doesn't need your help. Don't need it. The only thing he needs is your belief, your trust in him. He don't need your help. He said, now for the rest, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is worthy of reverence and is honorable and seemingly, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely and lovable, whatever is kind and winsome and gracious. If there be any virtue and excellence, if there be anything worthy of praise, think on weigh, and take account of these things. Fix your mind on these things. And practice what you have learned and received and heard and seen in me and model your way of living on it. In other words, you got to live like this here. This is how you got to live. This is the blueprint of how you can get what you need from God. That's the blueprint. You got to think and you got to ask. You got to focus and you got to ask. You got to ask and then you got to focus. So when you ask something, then you got to focus on how you get it because you've already asked them. 
So now you got to focus on him so he can tell you how to get it. That's the blueprint. He said, and, it, and the God of peace of untroubled, undisturbed well-being will be with you. If people that have taken their life will learn this principle, there's a lot of folks that will still be here during this time of year. What you saying, Pastor Bennett? Folks ain't focusing. Let me, let me go this. I'm going through this quickly. Focus is a weapon that's used. Uh, the focus is, uh, uh, is a weapon that is used against the enemy of distraction. Distractions are sent by the enemy to cause you to compromise what God has instructed you to do. Yes, he does. That's the same thing. Here go, here go Eve walking in the garden and here goes, here goes, uh, the serpent comes up and said, have, have God's distraction. Because her job was to be to dress and keep the garden with Adam and walk with God in the cool of the day. But she got distracted. It's the same thing with you and I. God has given us the instructions on what we need to do and we get distracted. God has told us about spending, but we get distracted and go try to buy something. God, God has told us to stay away from this person because they're not good for you in the relationship. So we'll go and we'll go hang out with this person. God, God has told you don't go to that hotel because you're going to commit adultery, but we'll get up and go to that. We get distracted. It's distractions. What causes distractions? Temptations are the major weapons that the enemy uses as distractions. Temptations are. We already know what the scripture says. We read the scripture previously. That's in 1 Corinthians 10, 13. It just simply says there ain't no, there's no temptation that has taken you. But such as common to man, but God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above all that you are able. But with the temptation will make a way of escape so you may be able to bear it. But temptations are a major weapon that's used to cause distractions. But here's the problem. When we concentrate on the test instead of what God has taught us through previous testing, we lose focus on what God is trying to reveal unto us about ourselves. God allows testing so that lights can be shown on dark areas of our life that we don't deal with. And God is trying to get you to understand if you don't deal with it, I can't promote you. It's just like you being in school. If it's, if I didn't understand algebra. So when God took a test, the test revealed, I did not understand algebra. So what happened? I had, I had to, the teacher's not going to make me do this because the teachers her her job is to teach. It is up to me to go get a tutor so they can teach me how to do algebra. Well, the tutor in our lives is the Holy ghost. So God sheds lights on the subject so that, the, so that we, bless God through the Holy Ghost, can take care and get delivered from them things so that we can go to the next level. Jesus' test in the wilderness was a focus check to see if he was yielded to God or the flesh. So that's the reason why Satan came to tip him after 40 days and 40 nights of fasting. We learned on last week, bless God, some of us can't take 40 minutes of fasting, much less 40 days and 40 nights. Watch this. Our tests consist of the same hours, the exact same test. Satan is not coming at you uh, to distract you with nothing unless it bears meaning in your life. There is something in your life that's that, that, the, that the enemy has been watching since you were born. We are creatures of habit. We do things habitually. 
So the enemy watches our habits just to see exactly what we will do. So he knows what he can test us with. Now our tests, uh, our tests are the same as two folds and it's working. One is to reveal unto us the innermost parts of sin that is in our lives that has been covered by the skins of the flesh, just like Adam tried to cover Adam tried to cover Eve and himself up with leaves. God was like, no, a leaf ain't enough. I'm covering up flesh with flesh because you are in the flesh because I told you to do something and you didn't do it. And then number two, the enemy comes to test our flesh to see if it's focused on the word of God for the situation and under total control of the Holy Spirit, or if there is an opening for him to control your life based upon unaddressed hidden areas of sin that's undealt with. Those are the, those, that's the, that's the twofold meaning of your test. One is to reveal what's on the inside and two, to see if what, when it's revealed, do you walk in the spirit and ask the Holy Ghost to change you? Or is it an opening for him to come and have you bound? Distractions are sent by the enemy to cause you to compromise what God has instructed you to do. And just as Jesus you will face obstacles in your life designed to steal your focus. Satan ain't coming at you unless he's coming at you with something that he knows that will move your needle. He knows it will move you or change the way that you see things. Change the way. He only comes, my God. He only comes at you in that manner. Satan is not coming at you with no temptation that is not going to be, amen, bless God, that will not move your needle. If you wasn't a person that was a drinker, he's not coming at you with alcohol. If you wasn't a person that smoked dope or shot, or shot dope or snorted dope, he ain't coming at you with that kind of temptation. If you weren't a person that, that, was, uh, that was caught up in sex and love porn, he's not coming at you, bless God, in an area that's not, that's not dealing with porn. He's coming at you. If you love porn, he's coming at you with porn. If you love alcohol, he's coming at you with Hennessy. If you love drugs, he's coming at you with crack whatever it is he comes at you in a place where he knows that it's going to be something that will cause you to lose your focus well then you say well pastor Bennett how then do I stay focused all right how do you stay focused this is it meditation on the word of God allows you to focus on the things that are of God and what is his will for your life. Simply put, meditation on the word of God. Because when you meditate, then God can tell you what you need to do, where you need to do, how is it, what is it for your life. When you meditate, then God can speak to you clearly because you're not distracted by the things of the flesh. You can engage in various trials and troubles with joy and the full assurance of the outcome yielding patience, experience, hope, compassion, and wholeness in God. Go read Romans chapter number five, verse three, two through five and James chapter one, verse two and three. 
They'll tell you. I'll read through them right quick. Bless God. I'm going to read that because y'all need to hear that. Those are, that I want to make sure that you hear this. I want to make sure I, I'm, go, I'm going to that because I want to make sure that you hear it. Because we need to hear the word of God. Romans chapter number five. The Bible says, Romans chapter number five, verse three and five. Look at what the Bible says. And not only so, but we glory in tribulations also, knowing that tribulation worketh patience and patience experience and experience hope and hope maketh not a shame because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. Watch this. Watch this. Bless God, because this is the blessing. Listen. Hope doesn't make you ashamed. So when people think that you that that you are focused on something that you can't obtain by yourself, hope will not make you be ashamed. You won't be ashamed to say that you're going to obtain something that you don't have the, the credentials to be able to obtain, ain't got the credit to obtain, don't have the money to obtain, don't have the degree to obtain. Hope will not make you ashamed. Hope won't make you ashamed. Because you got experience, you got patience. You got patience and you got experience. It won't make you ashamed. And then the Apostle James, chapter, James chapter 1, verses 2 and 3. The Bible says, My brethren, I count it all joy when you fall into diverse, various. That, that's not just one. You're going to have temptations all your life. He said, But count it all joy. He said, Count it all joy. Watch this. Count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. But let patience have her perfect work, that she may be perfect. I want you to see that. That she may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. Do you see that? Perfect and entire, wanting nothing. Then it said, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, who giveth unto all men liberally and abradeth not, and it shall be given unto him. If you ain't got wisdom, ask God for it. Ah, I'm, listen, y'all. I'm. I, I tell y'all, I'm out of time, but I ain't out of word. Listen. Focus. Meditation. How you stay focused? First thing you got to do is meditate. On the word of God. Meditate on the will of God. Ask God. Lord what's my will? And have enough patience to sit there and let him, and, and let him show it to you. Because the Holy Ghost will guide you into the reason why you're here. And it'll give you purpose. Y'all please share this out. Please share this to a person that might be that might be depressed. Share this to a person that might that might not understand why they're going through. Share this to a person who feels like they're on their last leg. And they can't make it. Please, my God, share this. Father, in Jesus' name, Lord, I thank you. I give you praise right now in Jesus' name. 
Touch your people, Lord God. Help us to understand focus. Help us to understand the reason why we're created. Help us to understand, Lord, that we do have a purpose, that we are not just here haphazardly, that not, we're not just aimlessly walking around in life, that, Lord, we have a purpose. Show us our purpose, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I bind every demonic spirit that comes, Lord God, to attack your people, to attack their mind and make them think like, Lord God, there is no reason, that there is no, no purpose for them being here. Lord, I bind every demonic spirit in Jesus' name. Lord, have your way in us and through us. In Jesus' name, we thank you. In Jesus' name, we pray. Thank God. Amen. Hallelujah. We give God the praise once again. Y'all come and join us. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Looking forward to it. Watch night service is coming. Praise God. What we're going to do, praise the Lord. Amen. For our watch night service. Amen. Praise God, which will be on the 31st. We won't have 11 o'clock service. We're not going to have 11 o'clock service. We're not going to do two services that day. We are going to do a watch night service on, praise the Lord, on at 10 o'clock. Same address now, 5985 Oak Brook Parkway, Norcross, Georgia, 30093, Nor Oak Brook Parkway in Norcross, Georgia, 30093. Same, same address, just a different time. We won't have our 11 o'clock service then. Praise the Lord. We will have a service that's there. It'll be a pre-recorded service, but at 10 o'clock is when we're having our watch night service. And we're going to bring in, praise the Lord, 2024, giving God the praise. Amen. We're going to also be, praise the Lord, doing Covenant Talk Bible study. We wanted you to join us. It's still at the same place, 5985 Oak Parkway. Praise the Lord at 7 o'clock p.m. Now, if you need prayer, Please send your prayer request to New Covenant INTL Fellowship at gmail.com or you can enter your prayer request at our website at www.ncifm.org. Once again, www.ncifm.org and click on our Contact Us tab. You can then send us your prayer request and, and, and questions about ministry. We'll pray for you. We'll put you on our list so we can reach out to you, praise the Lord, so that God can move in your life. Remember to hit the like and share buttons if you're today and praise the Lord. And that's it. That's on social media platforms as well as the podcast platforms. That's on all of them. Praise the Lord. If your desire is to sow a seed into the ministry, you can send it via cash app to new covenant. I'm sorry. Dollar sign dot new covenant. I N T L once again, dollar sign dot new covenant. I N T L. You can also download the Givelify app and search for New Covenant International Fellowship Ministries of Norcross, Georgia. You can also pay by PayPal and Zelle using our email address, newcovenantintlfellowship at gmail.com. Listen, I want you to look into the mirror and I want you to tell yourself, I am an extraordinary person because I have an extraordinary ministry in Jesus. Praise the Lord until next time we come back for PB's Corner. Y'all know I love y'all so much. Y'all take care. Be safe in the holidays. Give God praise. Peace.